3CT pod week number two of uh, of the new format here, May 3rd, 2022. And uh, for those that are listening, we appreciate that. For those that may be watching this on the uh, Patreon channel, we appreciate your support as always. If you are listening to the show and you want to watch the show, uh, go to patreon.com slash the recount Thursday. Jim, Ryan, intern Mark, and Tim here. Uh, Matt has uh, has the week off, um, but make sure you go to threecountthursday.com, subscribe on all podcast catchers, and uh, make sure you support the show. Go to tpublic.com uh, slash user slash threecountthursday uh, to, uh, to get the merchandise, the 23 different designs over on our store at tpublic. Uh, so diving right in here, guys, we were, we were discussing... Uh, some things a week ago uh, on this show, and uh, Tim made a a fairly bold claim, and uh, that that Stone Cold the Steve boldest, pretty damn bold, um, that Stone Cold Steve Austin may not belong on the WWE's Mount Rushmore. We've done these Mount Rushmore topics uh, from time to time before, but when when we're talking the Big Four. The top four WWE history. Who should be the four that should be on the list? Tim, you said you said Steve Austin does not. Now, was it a definitive doesn't belong, or was it a may not belong in the top four? You know, you're gonna keep pushing the buttons. He's not top four. He is top four of any wrestling. God, God. Of any wrestling, it doesn't have to what? be a WWE of, of a Mount Rushmore. He could replace a president on the real Mount Rushmore, and but he'd why? have a, 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 a place to go there. Why? Because it, I don't, it doesn't matter how you're going to to you to slice this, and and I'm sure you're going to go the route of it was a short time. That's but one. But even in a short time, it was the hottest it's ever been. You, if it was a temperature, you would have gotten burned so severely, Tim. Third degree. Third degree, fourth degree, fifth degree. Somebody call 911. You're on fire because it was so hot. Short time Smoking. or not, it has. It, it cannot. I, I, the, the time doesn't matter. 98 degrees. If you want to catch lightning in a bottle, that's what you've done with Stone Cold Steve Austin. In a bottle. You can go to my grandmother and be like, hey, Graham. And she'd be like, yes, Ryan. Well, she's dead. but So she wouldn't sound like that. But you get it. I'd be like, are you familiar with Stone Cold Steve Austin? She would say, yes, son. Grandson, whatever the fuck she used to call me. Yes, Smokey. Sit on my lap and let's talk about it. And then I broke her head. Smokey. (laughs) You put her in the home. I put her right in the home. (laughs) Good lord. God. The point Arabian you make Manor, is here she comes. The, Next the stop, po- Arabian Manor, Grandma. Oh my God! The point you Sorry. make is valid. It is valid, except for the fact that it wasn't Stone Cold by himself that made wrestling the hottest thing in the world. It was WCW and the NWO. Of course, you would credit the WCW. Launched- <laughs> God, if you're such WCW, a homer. I should have known it was going to go this route. I quit. If WCW doesn't beat WWE's ass for 83 straight weeks, 
then the WWE never pulls the trigger on the Attitude Era. Never. So Eric Bischoff should be on the top four? No, but what I'm saying is, is that I think Stone Cold Steve Austin gets way too much credit for the Attitude Era by himself. When the Attitude Era was a cast of characters, because if you watch the Attitude Era everybody's doing something the godfather is over val venus is over of course stone cold is over but the rock is over at a certain time test was over ken shamrock was over depending on what era you're talking about brett's over sean's over dx is over and austin was the overest of the over he was over yes but everybody was over but but, but, but the reasoning behind a stone cold steve austin in the entire Here's the deal. If you want to argue with anybody other than Stone Cold Steve Austin, you should need to argue Vince McMahon. Because without Vince McMahon, you don't have Stone Cold. You can say everybody under the sun, Tim, and you didn't say Vince McMahon. Because without him, I don't think people give a shit about Stone Cold Steve Austin. Because it was the employee-employer dynamic. And everybody vicariously lived through Stone Cold Steve Austin, flipping the bird to Vince, and Stone Cold stunning him pouring a beer all over him and having a good time. That's what everybody wants to do. Their boss still to this day. Very true. Um, Vince gets on Mount Rush. If I were to put Vince on Mount Rushmore, he would get on more for just what he's meant to like, obviously the WWE is his thing. Like he would be the one who would, would pay the artist to, by the mountain to chisel the faces of themselves on there. And if Vince has his way, he would put himself on all four pictures, but I'd be fine with that. That's probably the way Mount Rushmore of wrestling should look. See, cause and the verbiage we're using is a little different. Is it a WWE Mount Rushmore or is it a wrestling Mount Rushmore? I'm going WWE way, with this. I still think either way, Austin's off both. I think Austin's on both. Either way. I, I could okay. Austin's I could see an big... argument for Austin not being on a pro wrestling top four. All right. Let's ma- let's build our pro wrestling one right now. Tim, who would your top four be? I would go Ric Flair. I think I we would... can all agree with Ric Flair, correct? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I would go Bret Hart. I would go John Cena. And I would go I would probably vent so you gotta put somebody international in there if it's pro wrestling entitled. Probably Antonio Inoki. You would have Brett on the top four of all wrestling. How instrumental Bret Hart has been to wrestling um, is the face of Canadian wrestling. Um, he's an inspiration for so many of the younger generation behind him. Like a lot of people point to Shawn Michaels as being it, but Brett has just as many, if not more. Um, people are still biting Bret Hart to this day on matches i mean literally watch any aew show from the last like three months and there's a bret hart match on there all right if you want bret hart's face carved into something we'll give you mount logan up in canada carve his face on that and only on that 
and then let's talk about the actual four people you would put on Mount Rushmore because you cannot be serious with Brett the Hitman fucking Hart. I am. Unbelievable, Tim. I don't even know you anymore. Why? Bret Hart. And you have the yeah. audacity to bring this up when Matt's not here? <laughs> exactly. You're unbelievable. Unbelievable. You know what? I'm going to speak it into existence. Very hard Hart. game seven loss by the Sixers. Who would have thought they would have blown a 23-point lead coming out of the third quarter? Wow. It's, it's game six, though. It, is this game six? Yeah, it's this game, is six. game six. Okay, well, they blew it on game six. And then lost in game, game seven. seven? They lost in game, game seven. seven. They lost game seven, too. It's you know a shame. Wow. Who are they playing? Unbelievable. They're playing the Toronto Raptors. Go Canada. Yes, apparently. Oh, <laughs> totally unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> unreal. Um, Antonio Noki. We oh, started real good. Close. We all agree with, with Ric Flair. Yeah, we started off great. Man, I don't. I love Bret Hart, and I don't know that I would put Bret him on the, the top Man four. Hart. Of pro wrestling. Yeah, I think pro wrestling. So you would so you would put Brett on the Mount Rushmore of the WWE as well. See, I don't know. See, I don't see how he doesn't end up on on both. Exactly. Because if we're talking wrestling, we're talking all companies. Yes. So I, I I'm I'm counting Bret Hart's impact on wrestling as a whole, not just on the WWE. I think Bret okay. is equal to Austin in their impact in the WWE, but when you're talking about WWE, equal? yes, equal. Oh my god! Um, you have to I think can that see you give it heart yep, catapulted Stone Cold and all that crazy stuff. Yep, I can buy into that, and you almost had me convinced. Uh, without Bret Hart, Mr. McMahon doesn't exist. Brett screwed Brett. Brett did screw Brett. No, Vince, Vince McMahon screwed, screwed Brett. Brett. Come on. No, and Vince Brett looted in his face. Everybody scripted, knows Vince screwed Vince Brett. Everybody knows a it's a work. It was a work. work. But at the same time, that, that, Vince McMahon. That it happened to be the Canadian stroke man himself. Or, I'm sorry, the Canadian man himself. Vince, Vince absolutely put himself as a villain starting at the Montreal screw job. Yes. That's when the Mr. He's McMahon character Which existed. had nothing to do with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Correct. It had to getting rid of of a, a decent chain wrestler. A decent To go chain to WCW. Wrestler. Sure. How'd that work out for him? How did that work out for him? Not so good. That's not his fault. Thanks a lot, Bill Goldberg. The entire WCW and their monster guy, Goldberg, was a direct ripoff of Stone Cold Fucking Steve Austin. Bill Goldberg. I don't think so. I mean, the, 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 the black trunks, the black boots, but man, I don't... The bald head, the goatee. I mean... Okay, so, so everyone with long hair is... Make, every blonde with long hair is Shawn Michaels, and every brunette with long hair is Bret Hart. Marty Gennetti. Well, yeah, and every wrestler with a long beard is Brian Danielson. <laughs> and every wrestler that drinks beer is the Sandman. Like, what are we no, doing? That's Stone Cold. <laughs> no, but Stone Cold stole it from Sandman. What? He sure did. Okay, so. 
I'm not saying he did. Well, he did it better than the Sandman too. Sandman, Sandman should go on your Hall of Fame, uh, on your Mount Rushmore, and not Stone Cold. All right, right. Building an ECW Hall of Fame, absolutely put the Sandman on. There. So Ryan, absolutely. who is your Mount Rushmore of wrestling? Not the WWE wrestling. I'll tell you who it's not: Bret Hart. <laughs> right, but if we go back to Thursday night. If you're gonna gripe, you got you have to go something better. So what is I'm your not griping about anything? I'm just saying. I know, I, but you deal. you can put Bret Hart on yours. I will climb the fucking mountain and chisel it off myself. Then that's then fine. Who do you put? Who do you right, put Who are in your four for professional wrestling? You can't do Stone Cold. I am trying to establish one we could all agree on. Okay. And then That's you have these crazy outliers like Bret Hart. Okay, so here we go. Here's what we'll do. Here's Rick what we'll Flair. do. We all say yay. There's yeah. four of us. So there's four of us. I think this could be the entire topic of the show. It probably will end up there's being four of us. the way I this is going. Uncharacteristically upset to, about this. We have to come to a 100% agreement on all four. Oh, there's a hung jury. There's not. There's not. Okay, so because now we have, are we doing no, are we doing pro wrestling or are we doing no, WWE? Off. We're talking about wrestling in general. Okay. So we've all agreed Ric Flair, A number one. Correct. Yes. Goes on the yes. with, with the bullet, Ric Flair. Yes. Okay. Now now let's so, let's talk WWE here. Ric Flair does not end up on WWE. Not on WWE. No, 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 not on no. WWE's Mount Rushmore. No. Okay. No. So I said Brett. So Brett's off because Ryan doesn't understand wrestling. So my third we option. All said no. You said no. Jim is Mark hasn't said anything. Mark. And Big Jim put... questioned whether or not he would put him on I, there. I, I see. Which means I, there's a chance. I see where Tim is building the case. Yes. He he looks at it differently than I look at it. It doesn't mean it doesn't mean he's wrong. It, it's it's a it's a different approach. To the Mount Rushmore than I take at it. I can see where he's coming from, but if Ryan, if you're ad adamant enough as a no, then I, then I don't think Brett gets on. I feel like there is ones we can agree on before we start considering. Okay, do you have a lesser talent okay. like Brett the Hitman? Okay, so let's go through. Let's go through my last my last two. Okay, your 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 third nominee. So I said Antonio Inoki. I'm pretty sure you guys are going to veto that just because. Of I, I, I American don't American wrestling bias. I, I don't I don't know enough, and I haven't seen enough to to be able to say yes on on Inoki. I can I can see the argument. I think people have considered him like the Hulk Hogan of Japan. Correct, like he has been yes. likened to that level of of celebrity. Yes, correct. Um, so I can absolutely see that. I don't know if he has the impact in America. Because we're kind of ripping off an American icon of Mount right. Rushmore. So do we to, want to change to this to wait? Do we want to change this to a, the American wrestling Mount Rushmore? I mean, outside of Anoki, who else would you put outside of the United States? There's nothing. There's Ray Mysterio, maybe. Sure, but, but I, think I feel he like he's just as much in American here. wrestling. Right, but it's international in the sense of like it's somebody that's not necessarily American. Like, yeah, because wrestling is more than just what we see in 50, 
50 states and like Mexican wrestling Lucha Libre is so much different than what everything oh, else we see. Sure. Absolutely. And Ray's early career is very much that. He's he's very much Americanized his style. But he's still pretty true to Lucha Libre. Like and the poor fellow lost an eye, so he did, he did. He did. He they put it back. Did. Um I could say I could say Rey Mysterio. Um for the sake of argument, I'll I didn't want to put him on the list, but I feel like it's going to be a universally said yes answer. Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Um Yes. Putting Hulk Hogan on that list. The Hulk Hogan. I don't I don't necessarily agree with Hogan per se, but I cannot say no to the cultural impact. I feel like Hulk Hogan means more to wrestling in the 80s than Stone Cold Steve Austin means to wrestling in the 90s and and, w, and wrestling in the 90s was infinitely more over than wrestling in the 80s but One, Hogan meant more and, and and to me I mean Hogan Hogan with the bullet because if, if we're talking just wrestling not just Hogan's WWE responsible for two separate decades of wrestling exploding you fans can stick it brother the 80s and the 90s. Right. Like, with Hollywood Hogan and And, and, and that, that's why, like... I think Hogan absolutely... You don't have to like Terry Bollea. No, right. no. And that's that's always that's always the thing is just... You separate the Hulk Hogan from Terry Bollea when, yeah. when you're talking about wrestling history. I mean, you do the same thing with Blue Line Mark Calloway. Right. Where he stands with, with, you know, I think a right-leaning crowd. And if you're left-leaning you can still be a fan of the undertaker and not love, you know, I mean, at, thi Texas at this point, it's, it's it, you're, you're, you're doing that with mayor Glenn too, well, the, with the way he's been going the last couple of weeks. I mean, th th there's, there's no, sh I mean, <laughs> we're, we're, you know, this, the, the catalyst of this whole discussion, I mean, Austin, what was arrested for beating up his wife at one time. And people, people are very, quick to put that in the rearview mirror and forget about that so like you know not not taking into account wrestlers personal lives is is nothing new when it comes to 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 wrestle you know talking about wrestling history yeah, and i things. think we've always done that right but like it, to me hogan i'm not saying that him on a wrestling mount rushmore is greater than his impact on a wwe only one but I think you're you're probably looking at equal because the the NWO changed wrestling, and I, and I don't think it changes wrestling as much as it does if it's not for Hulk Hogan turning heel. Like, yes, I know we've had the discussion before. Like, if it's Sting, if 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 it's you know if it's Mabel as the third Mabel. man, <laughs> like, um, I, I, I there, there's there's reactions there, but but Hogan being the guy is makes it that much bigger because it was the guy that was never a bad guy is now a bad guy and he's the biggest bad guy in the business so to me to me hogan easily easily is is the number two so we have flair and hogan right yes okay and so tim that was your that was your four and my fourth is john cena I have no issues with Cena on on a Mount Rushmore. I just I oh boy, and it's not recency bias for me. 
I, I'm not saying it is. I just I don't know what you would see in John Cena and what he what he brought that other than length tenure that that he brought that that Austin didn't. I feel like I don't know. I I just I'm still trying to get to the root of like the Austin disdain for you. It's not disdain. Is, I is love it, it's, it's it's a short time. Do you think it was? I I I I'm not trying to put words in your mouth. But like what I'm hearing is like it was a short time. Right. The business was red hot. It could have been anybody that carried that bag at that time. I think so, yes. That if if Austin wasn't there, The Rock would have been that guy. Or Test would have been that guy. Or Triple Triple H H would have been that that guy. guy. Or Or Val Venus would have been that guy. I don't know if Val Venus could have been that guy. I mean, everybody had something. They did. Everyone did have something, right? Nobody's nobody's going home saying, "Boy, I wish I was Val Venus." <laughs> there was a point in time in which I mean, uh, yeah, that's I mean, fair. you know, he had well, the valet scenes and uh, right. You know, the, so, I think there's a lot of 13 year olds that uh, that, that, that were watching Monday Night Raw that wish we were Val Venus at the time. Didn't kind of sure. get him in the end? Well, they sure did. Choppy, choppy. I, I think choppy. all the points. I think all the points that you just made Ch- are choppy, points boy. that I, I I make. Austin's the height of Austin's run goes from 98 to 2001 and there's literally an entire year in the middle of that in which Stone Cold Steve Austin is hurt off television from Survivor Series 99 until Austin comes back and I don't necessarily remember offhand when Stone Cold returns I think it's somewhere in the He's obviously back in the summertime because he wrestles Kurt Angle at Summer Snow. When who does he fight at Summer? When is he back? Like, but either way, Austin's gone for a long time with the neck from the car, the car injury or the the car angle. Um, and even before that, like before he's at his hottest, he's hurt for that run too, where Owen breaks his neck and he's stunning everyone to stay relevant. But you can't discredit what happened, what's happening on the other network to make to make Stone Cold have that appeal. Because We're not. We, we put Hogan on the list. Right. That's what I know. I understand that. But I feel like on Hogan's face, we should do half of it in, in, in yellow and red and half of it honest, with, with the cool NWO. With I'd be fine I'm cool with, with that. that. Yeah, I really, yeah. really honor the contribution. Yeah. And I think, and I think, here's something I think always gets lost in these. Um, can you, could, first of all, can you name the four presidents that are that are etched on uh, on Mount Rushmore? Washington, Washington, Lincoln, Lincoln, Roosevelt, and Jefferson. Right. That is correct. Yeah. Oh, was... And and really, like the main Teddy idea, Roosevelt, not Franklin. Correct. It is. It is Teddy. Like the main idea of what Mount Rushmore was supposed to be was the was to strip away like Republican Democrats, things of that nature. And, and really the mass appeal, I was going to say Byron to a, a national, a national audience. Right. It's kind of the idea of that. And I guess that's where I've always landed on these topics is that while Bret Hart between the ropes probably is deserving a spot on a professional wrestling Mount Rushmore, the mass appeal of a Bret Hart, I don't think falls anywhere near the mass appeal of a Ric Flair, a Hulk Hogan, 
a, even a Stone Cold Steve Austin. That but as seems- wrestling fans, we would want to go see Mount Rushmore. But we would also want to take our family because everybody knows and that's a neat thing for everybody to see. I don't but think in, anybody gives yeah. a shit outside of wrestling about Bret the Hitman Hart. Bret Hart would absolutely be the Teddy Roosevelt of the list of the the Mount Rushmore, because tell me who who tell me which one doesn't belong. The first president of the United States, the third president of the United States, the probably the most famous president of all time. And then walk softly and carry a big stick. Teddy Roosevelt's on Mount Rushmore, probably for the simple fact that he was, I think he was president when it happened, when it was built. I don't know for sure, but Teddy Roosevelt, when was Mount Rushmore constructed? Okay, Google. Did Teddy Roosevelt have a stroke? (laughs) So Mount Rushmore was constructed in 1927. Okay. So. It was that late. I was thinking 1800s. In 1927, who was, who was president when <clears throat> Mount Rushmore was it, uh, Calvin Humphrey. Coolidge. Ah, this is what I, I suspected. Coolidge. Why isn't he on there? Coolidge. He was the fifth man. <laughs> he was. Um, Ooh, so. Eagles! Eagles uh, moved up in the draft last Thursday. <laughs> they did. They, they did move up in the <laughs> draft. Wild to realize this that. isn't yeah. live. Last Thursday. Um, yeah. Yesterday, today. Uh, okay, so we've agreed upon Ric Flair and, 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 Hulk. and the Hulk Hogan. So. But we're going to doing Hulk Hogan, half Kogan, and half Kogan. Yes, half, yeah, two, two half Kogans make a whole Kogan. Kogan. Two half, half Kogans. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, you know something, dude. Mark, um, you're you're kind you're kind of well, actually, you're very much you're you're the elder statesman of, you're the of historian. The group. Here. You don't have to say very much. <laughs> well, I mean, look up. <laughs> It's not meant to make you sound like an old curmudgeon, but you're definitely, you are definitely the most in tune with wrestling. Oh, that don't the, make me bad, The man. rest of us <laughs> aren't necessarily the most knowledgeable on, especially those early 80s runs and possibly late 70s stuff too. Like, so is there anything from like, the the history is, is there anyone older than flair and hogan that you feel belongs on a mount rushmore of wrestling yes i was thinking bruno bruno the uh i don't know how many times he sold out madison square garden but like even a casual fan or any you know, the older folks, you mentioned Bruno San Martino. Oh, yeah, Bruno San Martino. They all know him. Different time. But I think Bruno deserves to be on there. No, I would definitely have Bruno in the WWE, WWF one, for sure, without question. So right. the, the right. prevailing belief is that he sold out 
um, as like the main eventer that he sold out MSG 187 times. That's unreal. That is unreal. That nobody will come close. Now to there's that to there's that. debate to. I mean, the Rangers don't even come close to that. No, no, they don't. Um, the the in the, in the 26 years that there's a report that he quote only made 159 appearances at the world's most famous arena, but even 159 sellouts of of a. That's unreal. I mean, it'll also never happen again for the simple fact that at the time. WWF was a very regional territory. Right. They had not right. made their right. jump right. to like, this is pre Bruno is definitely very pre WrestleMania era. He's right. at WrestleMania one, but he's in the corner of David San Martino. Right. Um, so at that I'm, time, the WWE is running what Madison square garden, the Boston garden, the Maple leaf gardens, they made Montreal Forum, probably. Yeah, Montreal. Um, they're they're there's probably and they're in like Philadelphia Spectrum. They're in the Spectrum. Yeah. What's what's the Philly Arena? That was the Spectrum. The Spectrum. spectrum. Yeah. But there's probably a Pittsburgh one too. Uh, well, I don't it, it know. Will. Pittsburgh, I don't think had an arena until I mean it was in the '60s, so the Civic Center, the Igloo. You know, and then you had your your smaller towns your hershey's and harry they probably did he probably did um the zembo the zembo i'm sure yeah, uh, zembo, from, from yeah, time to time do. um you know because they were still doing smaller shows high schools and uh you know state fairs and shit like that which is crazy to think somebody that um you know sold out the garden what, 160 plus times what year what year would you say was probably like the height of bruno Oh, probably in the 60s, late 60s. Okay. So we'll just pick, we'll pick 1968. Yeah. Did you know that Bruno San Martino body slammed Haystacks Calhoun? Isn't that wild? 630 pound Haystacks. Good old old Haystacks. That was the uh, Pittsburgh Civic Arena. Yeah. Yeah, it was the um, Igloo, because the Penguins came into the, the NHL in the mid-60s. Yeah, but there's a lot of, like, BC, because ca- capital sports, or capital wrestling. Um, DC Ball- Baltimore, very- Baltimore Arena came was Baltimore, built in the 60s. Baltimore, Boston. Civic Center. God, Newcastle, PA. What about BC? Uh, Newcastle's did, beautiful this time of year. Camden, oh, Camden, New Jersey. They did DC, too, I believe. Trenton, yep. So it's it's everywhere. Um I can I can see Bruno Bruno being the Hogan of the set the sixties and seventies. I have no um, issue with Bruno San Martino in, in the top four. So do we do we all agree on Bruno? I could see that argument. We don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> you just did. Yeah, Sorry. we literally we literally just got done room. doing that, Mark. So um, Big Jim, who who do you who do you think you can put up for consideration? Dude, I want to go back to your John Cena. Like I, I I I don't I don't know like cuz here's the deal. Like I I understand that for the majority of his run like there was there was no competition. 
But like, he's he's literally the biggest star in wrestling for twenty years, <laughs> twenty plus years, almost. From I mean, the time he takes over. Well, his like... first his first mania was what twenty. So for for a decade mm-hmm. and a half, I mean, he's he's the biggest star in wrestling, and it's not close. Uh, like right. one more time, can you can you say that one more time? What's that? For a decade and a half, he's the biggest star in wrestling, and it's n- and it's not even close. Okay. And when did that decade start? WrestleMania twenty, so it's oh four. Two thousand and four until WrestleMania okay. thirty five. Okay. Okay, so like are, like we're going under the assumption that we're not I'm not allowed to say Steve Austin, right? Like is that the debate here? Cuz I'm going to veto Steve. Okay. Um yeah, I mean Cena is you know, he's the the biggest star in, in wrestling for for 20 years for 15 years. He's at the I mean, he's the, the number of the number of stars that he's made is is possibly unmatched. I mean, definitely in his era, unmatched. Um, and I mean, like, I mean, to this, I mean, even even to, to this day, as a part timer, like it, he's he comes back to make the Roman run bigger. You know, he it like he. I mean. To me, John. I mean, sixteen-time champion. Like, there, there's still potential for him to break Ric Flair's record. Like, I mean, to me, it's it's definitely it's it's definitely Cena. I, I I don't I don't I don't see anyone else in any company as as bigger than Cena. Yeah, even and, and I'll play devil's advocate just a little bit. But it's it's not quite the same, but the same point that I could make for Austin not going on Mount Rushmore could be similar to um, Cena, because even with Cena, he always had somebody else who was just as hot and on top with him. If you look at the beginning of his run, it's him and Batista as like the 1A, 1B of the WWE, you progress a little bit later and it's Undertaker and his God run in the mid to late 2000s. Edge right there with him. Um, when you get into the late, the late or the early 2010s, it's CM Punk that that makes the leap and is is equals with Cena and and kind of raising the the tide there um so cena's never really he's the constant i just don't i just don't that. understand and, are and, you really raising the tides though i don't think anybody looks at the ruthless aggression era as the hot point in wrestling i mean this is wrestling has cooled significantly it has lost well, all of its mainstream uh, appeal. The rock is gone. The rock is gone. I mean, the, look the at attitude the... era is over. WCW is dead. They are competing against each other now. 
Right, but that's also in the ruthless aggression area. I think you look back. Yeah, but I, I, I also don't, and and this this kind of goes along with the Austin, even on the WWE's Mount Rushmore, is like I, I I don't I don't necessarily understand punishing a top guy because there was other hot players beneath him, like. That 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 doesn't that doesn't necessarily make sense to me. Like, I mean, if you're if you're going to talk about somebody that carried the ball, I don't know how you guys wouldn't say the Undertaker here. To me, right. the Undertaker's on the on WWE's Mount Rushmore. I don't right. think he's Absolutely. on pro wrestling's Mount Rushmore. Is Bruno on WWE's Mount Rushmore? Yes, I think so. It's tough. I th- I think he makes. I think he, if he is, he's last one out, first one in. Or when yeah, when I when I make my Mount Rushmores, out, I tend to in. lean more to like people that I've watched. So he probably doesn't make my personal Mount Rushmore. But if you're talking like a definitive one, I mean, he should probably be on WWE's. If it's not if it's not Bruno, then you could easily make a case for Andre the Giant. Yep, I was thinking that too. Instead of Bruno. Andre, like Andre, Andre is really the first recognizable attraction wrestler ever. But I just if, if if you have vetoed Stone Cold Steve Austin, I've got to veto John Cena. I I don't see how you would put Cena over Austin on a list. I just don't see that. To me, I you, I, you can't I, even compare that. You're, you're comparing a Lamborghini in the Attitude Era. To a fucking used Ford F one fifty. Not even true. Yeah, but dude, that F one that F F one fifty is gonna you're gonna drive it for four hundred thousand miles. That Lamborg- That's the Undertaker then. Like that Lamborghini, you're only getting you're 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 barely putting a thousand miles on it because you can't take it out when it Im- rains. That shit's gonna get impounded. Right, you can't. You right, because can, you can't afford it because yeah. it's so hot. You can't take it out when it rains. So you can't take it out when it's you know when there's dirt on the ground. You can't take it out. When you take it out, you're going 170 miles an hour and you get pulled over driving through. Or you're gonna crash and it. die. Like, I understand. To me, like I'm turning Scott. heads. Yes, but John Cena also turned heads. You have to think John Cena became a recognizable global face. It's not... He was the guy. Especially in a that time... That was stone cold, and he did it in a year! But it he, took Cena a whole fucking a whole decade to do it. Hey, but it took it did take Steve a year. Oh, you're infuriated. <laughs> the year is in a pressure cooker. Yes. So it's skewed. When everybody talked about it, and it's on the cover of TV Guide, and it's on Entertainment Tonight, and everybody's talking about pro wrestling, yep. and then John Cena comes, and nobody gives a shit. Trust me, Ryan. That's not true. It, it, you're making, that, you're making that out, sound like... He put out awful movies. Okay, Austin's movies weren't. I was say Austin's made some bad movies, and he's been on bad TV. Scratch that. Scratch the movies. Right, you're making it sound like everybody left because John Cena showed up, when really, by the time John Cena got there, WWE loses everyone. They lose John Cena. I'm not saying you can. 
Right. You also can't fault Stone Cold Steve Austin for being at the right place at the right time. It benefits somebody. It happens in every walk of business. That guy gets promoted. Right place, right time. Was it me? No, it sucks. It was somebody else. It happens. You don't hold it against that guy. I mean, sure you do. I mean, I'm not holding it against him. I'm just... I'm being more selective. Like, a Mount Rushmore is permanent. Ryan, Ryan, I, I want it to be on the record that Austin would be above Cena on mine. I nominated Cena because of I wrestling? was... Of all of wrestling, Austin... Yeah, I probably would. Austin's three-year run, not even three-year run at the top, is above can John Cena. Can we go Cena? on record right now and let's... let's, let's, let's you, can, you, can, you can veto this. Jim, you would say yes. For Austin? For Austin. As the four? Absolutely. Mark, would you put Austin in yep. your four? Okay, then, then I am fine taking the L. We'll veto. We'll move on. I'm also going to veto John Cena then. That's fine. Okay. I feel like that's like, more of a. I feel like that's more of a vengeful veto, but that's okay. Like to me, uh, not like a vengeful veto. To me, like regardless of how short the I run is. I stopped watching wrestling during the John Cena era. I and that's everybody part- else except you, Tim. Right, but I'm I'm sitting here. I was here. I'm I was here the whole time. I didn't need I didn't need Bret Hart to come back at WrestleMania to still watch wrestling. Trust me, nobody did. I mean, it's what got me back. It we wouldn't be th- Jim did. We wouldn't be doing this very show very no, likely. BS. We all watched WrestleMania 20 when the Undertaker came back. Well, that's true. And he then we all, then we like stopped watching months. for about another decade. Was it really only four months? It seemed like he, much longer. He got than buried alive out of that. at Survivor Series, and then he came back at WrestleMania as the Dead Man. Yeah. It felt like years to me. It was a long no. time. Oh, really? like the, he came back as the Dead Man. But oh, like they killed the the biker guy, right? They killed the biker taker at right. Survivor Series 03. Like me, like I just I don't. Regardless of how short the run is, I can't take away the fact that Stone Cold Steve Austin is still arguably, and I'll say arguably because I think the only one that even is is a, a, a question against it is the Hulk Hogan, but arguably the biggest star in the history of the wrestling business, period. He was the biggest star at the biggest time. It like to me, I'm not going to punish a guy in a way, not saying that that's, that's necessarily your intention, Tim, but in a way trying to say, well, this guy had a role and this guy had a role and this guy had a role. Yeah. And this guy had the biggest role of them all. Okay. And he excelled so- at the biggest role of them all. And 19 years later, mm-hmm. when he makes his return to a match cool and it is the one arguably the, the 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 most talked about not the most talked about but it was one of the top three moments of wrestlemania tw- uh 38 weekend mm-hmm. like to me that's also a degree of staying power that that for me i can't ignore if, if i'm looking at at the at the mount rushmore of wrestling 
hard to call that staying power when we live in the nostalgia era. People immediately go back to the time when they see Stone Cold throwing the middle finger to his boss. Uh, but the the casual, not I don't want to say casual fan, because there's no thing as casual fans. All the casual fans left to go to MMA. Um, <laughs> everyone who's still a wrestling fan now is still a wrestling fan. There is no casual fan. Um, nobody's fighting over that. Um, but okay, so we're sports. We're 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 more or less we understand sports to a degree. Right. So let's make it let's make an analogy to sports. Okay. There is a player in any sport that has been a, a player for 10 plus years. And they're a guy like they've always just never really hit, exceeded their expectations. They've just been there and they've been a piece year 11. They play at the godliest of godly levels and is the face of that sport for three seasons. And then afterwards he gets hurt or whatever, and he goes away or he retires because it's professional sports and you really don't play like any time after 10 years. It's tough. Okay. Would you then say that the 14 year vet with three godlike years at the top is one of the top four all time players of the sport when you also have people at the same time during their careers was hot and the guy for the majority of his time at the top you're going to equate a three-year stretch of greatness with 10 other years of being just a guy versus a guy who when they made their mark, never let go of that mark until the day they stopped doing it. Do you equate that? I mean, if somebody can win six Super Bowl championships in a three-year run as quarterback and be the, the, the biggest star in NFL history, then I would I would say... That's the biggest star in NFL history. Okay, but what if they go three for three in Super Bowls? Three for three, three MVPs, three Super Bowl MVPs in three consecutive years. I mean. Does that person in that's a three, wildly phenomenal. In a three-year stretch, does that make them one of the greatest of all time? Uh, to me, yes. The, the, dude, there's only, like, are the, the, the New England Patriots are the only? Uh, they, did they even have? They had a three P, right? Did they actually win three in a row? No. Okay, so there's literally been no team who's ever won or player who has won three Super Bowls in three consecutive years ever in the history of the NFL. So there's a quarterback that's going to go out and win three Super Bowls in three consecutive years and win three MVPs in those Super Bowls. Absolutely, that guy's one of the best of all time. I mean, have there? How many teams is he? Have is he better than Super Bowls? What's that? Just the Patriots the and the Bills. They went to the three Bills. in a row. The Bills. Yeah, the Bills lost four in a row in the early nineties. I mean, right? Everybody knows Jim Kelly's name. Nobody puts him on the top of a list, but they're familiar with Jim Kelly. If you're a football fan, no offense, Mark. <laughs> but like, Who? 
if 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 if, I, if, if I in any sport talk. somebody you know like if if you do something that's never that's, been done you before can't even, you can't this is a scripted sport right like it's and scripted. and it, it is it is hard to make the, the comparison You put the most marketable person at the very top. There is nobody more marketable than Stone Cold Steve Austin. He was on everything. Everything. Hey, that's a really cool Antonio Anoki binder you have. Oh, great, thanks. Yeah, I bought it at Walmart. They have Walmart in Japan. They do. They do. Walmart.com. What about in China? <laughs> it's not China. Yet. You have to order from Canada. Um, I'll give you guys three guesses who is the highest merchandise seller in WWE in 2021. 2021? 2021. In 2021. John Cena. Easy. No. Bret Hart. No. Are you sure it's Bret Hart? It's not Bret Hart. It's not Roman Reigns. One more time. Alexa Bliss. Uh, Alexa Bliss was third. John Cena was two. Roman Reigns was five. Mm, number one. Was it the? Was it Stone Cold Steve Austin? It was Stone Cold Steve Austin was number one in WWE merchandise sales in the year 2021, uh, with over a million dollars more sold than John Cena. And that's when he came back at WrestleMania. Oh no! That was no, that was the, that was before. That was last ah! year. I don't that think Stone Cold had a match last year. Now, I mean, I, I will say that one thing that helped. Now where did Antonio Inoki show up on that? Uh, list? I didn't see him in this in this list. We're not talking WWE. We're talking wrestling all time. Where did Bruno show up on the list? <laughs> I, like how many shirts did Bruno sell? Oh, zero. I'm just. I'm you just. Can, you can chip his name off if you want. I'm just saying. I'm cool with Bruno. Yeah, I and think, I conceded Anoki. Okay, so we 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 don't get Austin at number four. We don't get John Cena at number four. We don't get Bret Hart at number four. Is there somebody else that anybody would like to nominate for the number four? What about WWE Hall of Famer Kid Rock. <laughs> no, hard pass. Okay. Yeah, I will. I will vote that um, down. I like The Undertaker at four. What about Bobby Heenan? Oh, Bobby oh. Heenan. That's hard to argue against that. I mean, you got to think, you got to think, pers like, at this point, like, there are major personalities that have more meaningful impact than wrestlers in certain junctures. Like, you could make, I'll throw a couple of names out, and if anyone sticks, we can run with it. But like Bobby Heenan is one. Um, mean Gene Okerlund is one. Jim Ross is one. Um, <laughs> Are if we we're talking uh, wrestling? If we're talking wrestling as a whole, Jerry the King Lawler is one. Um, I mean, you could talk Dusty Rhodes if you want, possibly. Now, outside of Dusty Rhodes, and, you're, and I know you're doing this just to fuck with me, <laughs> but you wouldn't etch one of those names on this mountain before Steve Austin, would you? You would seriously edge. Uh, etch. You're etch. doing this just to mess with me. <laughs> etch. No. 
you would seriously, and this is no disrespect to Bobby Heenan, put Bobby Heenan's face on a mountain before of, you put Stone of, Cold Steve Austin. Of all of wrestling, yes. I, I cannot. Jim, will you kid so, okay. all over this? So, Honest to God. Like, okay, so when we're talking Mostly all of wrestling, are, are we just, are we talking per, like in-ring performers or are we talking literally all of wrestling? Bobby Heenan. Well, I was, know Heenan. I know Heenan was a wrestler. I'm not even saying he was a wrestler. And a man. And the manager. I'm saying he's a manager. Commentator. He was a bigger deal. He was a bigger deal as a manager than most wrestlers. Right. Are. So, we're, so we're not just talking like in ring workers. We're talking managers. Like theoretically speaking, managers, commentators, promoters. I would say a performer. Yeah, someone who is not behind the scenes. Okay, so. Is- Above above Bobby Heenan, what about Vince McMahon? To me, Vince McMahon's impact as a promoter outweighs okay. everything else he's ever done on camera. Okay. Um. So this is only an on camera thing. I mean, we're we've literally put three wrestler, like three performers on. Mount Rushmore. Right. Who else would we put on here? There's. I don't think there's anybody we're going to agree on, outside of Vince. Or have we? Or are we? Are we already off of Vince? Not as a wrestler. I think. I don't know. So we're okay. So yeah. So I am weak. So we're, right now. We're so. So we're not. We're okay. So we're not counting. We're not counting promoters. Okay. Um, okay, so let's let's shift so like, gears. Flair, arguably the, the largest wrestler out of WCW. Mm-hmm. And NWA. Hulk, yep. Hulk Hogan is the tweener between WCW and WWF. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bruno is WWWF mm-hmm. through and through. Is there some guy outside of another promotion that was the face of that promotion? And I'm not saying somebody maybe like a Goldberg that's strictly WCW, but is is it too soon to talk about? And it is. Never mind. Were you going to say Roman? I was going to say AJ Styles. Yo, okay. I don't. I don't I necessarily that, um, hate that pick, Ryan. I feel like AJ Styles' now. contributions to TNA wrestling, Ring of Honor, the only Japan. alternative they had. After the WCW runs, before, long before AEW came around, I mean, Ring of Honor was there, but this is the only one that got some play. Hulk Hogan ended up there. I mean, they were big enough to attract Hulk Hogan. Is is there some value in thinking AJ Styles, or is it too soon? So a triple a triple crown winner, I think, in the two two time IWGP champion. There's a ton here. End of oh, three. Talk about Japan, Jim. Get the Japan talk out of here. Three-time NWA World Heavyweight Champion, uh, two-time TNA Champion. I mean, he was TNA Tag Champion, Global Champion, NWA Tag Champion, the first and six-time X Division Champion. Um, he's a two-time Grand Slam or. He's he was the crown, Christian Wrestling Federation champion. champion at one time. Uh, pure champion, world ROH tag champion, ROH pure champ. Uh, no, he's in the championship tournament. Um, he was pure champion, I thought. 
I think AJ was the first pure champion. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, one time. Yeah, sorry. One time pure champion. One time ROH tag champion. Um, Yeah, he was the 32nd Triple Crown champion in the WWE. 15th Grand Slam champion. Two-time WWE champion. Intercontinental champion. Three-time U.S. champion. Raw tag champion. Um, I mean... He's got a real strong resume. The resume's there. The recency bias is there as well. I'm not going to deny that. Right. He also slept at Big Jim's house. He did. He was Little Spoon. <laughs> That's very true. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to not say that. We don't want to. No, we don't want to discredit that. Okay. So, before we make an agreement on John Cena, or not John Cena, on AJ Styles, let me give one person as a counterpoint. Okay. What about Trish Stratus? Probably one of the probably the most influential female wrestler of all time. At the height during the Attitude Era when everybody else was hot, also carried past beyond the Attitude Era through to the Ruthless Aggression Era, single hand, well, not single handedly, but she was the face of the birth of really WWE women's wrestling, aside from that very small blip with Alundra Blaze. Very first women's main event on Raw. Um, and still to this day can come back and, and pop, a rating, or pop a rating or have a really great match with like a Charlotte Flair. She can be involved in, in Evolution. She is very much... And this this could be like a little jab at me is like, well, why can't you pick him for the Mount Rushmore? But you can use this person as an analogy for Trish. She is the Stone Cold Steve Austin of women's wrestling. Vito. Okay, well, if AJ AJ Styles was the top guy in the woods when trees fell down and nobody heard it. You're not lying. Okay. <laughs> I hear you veto it. That's fine. I mean, I'm not trying to. I'm Chris not trying Stratus to. Had a like six year run before she fully retired. That's only three years longer than Austin. Right. But, but I guess that's double Austin. I I get it. But I'm also counting, uh, and this is part of the reason why I picked Cena. It's part of the reason why I picked Bret Hart. But the footprint left behind how many women have gotten into wrestling specifically because of Trish Stratus today? One in two? One in three? Probably. That right there is his, like that is living beyond your time as a performer. I mean, if we're going to talk about people being impacted, why not Melina and Alicia Fox? I mean, that's very true. Who? <laughs> I mean, and so like their contributions, right? But I think you we can't. I What's your favorite you match? Wrong. <laughs> um, I mean, I feel like if you're going to put a lady there, unfortunately, that lady should be China. Who? And I get her. China her was was small. Oh. If 
if a window was small, if something and it was that a disqualifies very different... Austin is a small part of what disqualifies Austin is a small window. AJ Styles' career is twenty five years and counting. Like, well, so is Edge's. Okay, are you nominating Edge over AJ Styles? No, but I'm I'm not nominating Edge. So if I'm not nominating Edge, why am I nominating AJ Styles? Or were you vetoing AJ Styles? I'm not. At this juncture, I'm possibly entertaining the idea of putting Stone Cold Steve Austin back on the table. Just <laughs> to be done. Ryan, I mean, we're gonna, we're, we got him. It's, like, it's Mortal Kombat. Finish him. Names. Finish I mean, him. The Rock. Is that a no? Yeah. So we're, we're going to veto The Rock? I would veto The Rock. Okay. For it, all of wrestling. For you. Undertaker. I would probably veto The Undertaker because it's his, his impact is specifically yeah. WWE. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I think in all of, yeah, I, I to me, I mean, like I said, Taker to me is on WWE's, and I think we'll we'll get to that discussion when when all five of us are together because that's a discussion I do want to have at some point as the group. Um. So, so here, I'll ask I'll ask this, and this can kind of be where we like leave off with this. How many people would veto Trish Stratus? Being on Mount Rushmore. Honestly, truthfully, like, because this is to make a point. Like, Big Jim, would Trish go on at Mount Rushmore? To me, no. Okay, Ryan? I I, I don't see her on this. Okay. No, I, I don't put her so on WWE. Least, I don't put her on pro wrestling. So that's at least two. AJ Styles. Big Jim. I mean... For the sake of this argument, I I think he has a I think he has the uh, the strongest case of people that were left without vetoing. Okay, Ryan, I hate that we're thinking about putting an active wrestler on our Mount Rushmore. I I hate that. Okay, Mark, would AJ Styles go? Would AJ Styles go on Mount Rushmore? I tell you what, I have a hard time arguing against it, so I I would probably lean towards a yes. Trish okay. Stratus, not so much. Like like, and and again, my my where I'm standing is if I can't I can't put Austin because he's already been vetoed. Well, so that's that's kind of what I'm getting at with all of this, because so Austin has one veto, and Cena has one. Trish has at least two. Mm-hmm. AJ has two. Okay. So. So you you would veto AJ. I would veto AJ. Okay. For very much for a similar reason as you, like it's hard to it's hard to put AJ on there right now as a. I think athlete. in in a few years when AJ retires, we will look back and say that guy had a hell of a. Career okay. Well, let's and let's and like let's. He belongs on a Mount Rushmore. Let, let me let me clarify my yes to AJ. Like. My yes to AJ was under the assumption that like Austin's already gone, Cena's already gone. Like, it, it's... oh yes, I'm saying yes because we all have to agree on one, right? Because this is like a jury room, and we all have to, we right. all have to agree. So, so, well, so at this point in the, at this point in the in the in the deliberation, uh, my Styles gets a yes from me. 
is my point. To me, though, like I would rather say yes to Stone Cold Steve Austin, knowing that it's not. You said yes AJ. to Stone Cold. There it is. Let's go. I didn't say that. <laughs> Join I, said us I next would week. say yes. <laughs> I would say yes, but I, also too, like I feel like it. I, I feel like this fourth person should be either Austin or Cena. Okay, so we're we're already a little bit over time. But let's go. Yeah, it's the tape show. It's whatever. Right. But like, <laughs> let, let's 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 go to those two because to me that 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 should really be the debate for the final spot is Austin and Cena. I think those are your two biggest stars in wrestling that are left after after we've knocked off Flair, we've knocked off Hogan, and we've and, and we've knocked off Bruno. Maybe we can buy a smaller mountain and just do three faces. <laughs> John Denver's full faces, of shit, you man. Have to do make, you have to do Cactus Jack. Do <laughs> yeah, 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 we've, already, we've already done that. Um, like, so, so if, I, if I'm talking, for me, if I'm looking quick, at... does Mick Foley belong in this conversation? No. In the Mount Rushmore of wrestling? No, I don't think. Nah, probably not. Okay. Like Mick Foley, Mick Foley has a special place in professional wrestling, but I don't think he's one of the best to ever do it, or the biggest to ever do it. Okay, all right. Do you think he has a place in in, the, in this discussion? I th I think he holds a special place in in pro wrestling. I think it deserves being talked about for a moment. But if if we've talked about it, we can move well, on. I, I, I feel. Like I mean, here's a guy. Place... I feel like that's transcended. Places like Japan and ECW and WCW and WWE and reincarnated himself and did it again, um, and, and had probably one of the most talked about moments ever in professional wrestling, being in a Hell in a Cell. I, I think if you expand this beyond a Mount Rushmore to like a top ten, I think Foley probably gets into the okay. into the discussion. I don't All think right. he's a Mount Rushmore discussion. I, I don't think he would ever think of himself as a, a Mount Rushmore either. I just yeah okay. okay. But so if if we're if we're down to Cena and Austin, I'm gonna go back to what I said before. I think Austin, I think it's Austin over Cena, and it's because of the the size of the star in the moment. Like Cena was it was the biggest star for 15 years. When the business and its impact in the world and even probably amongst people that would call themselves wrestling fans. The, the, the footprint for John Cena is much smaller, although the reign is much larger. Austin, the footprint is much larger, and I think he held the, the, the business at its biggest time regardless of the other players as big as they were to me austin held it up the best or at the, at the highest point at the biggest time regardless of how short that run is to me I, I i can't i can't look past that and like if he doesn't get hurt and it cools off and or he doesn't go away when he does and you know, if, if if things are different, maybe we don't look at Austin quite the same. You know, if his career ends up going for another ten years, but those ten years weren't height of powers. Ten of you, ten years, 
then maybe we look at the whole thing differently and I'm going John Cena with a bullet over Stone Cold. But the way I'm looking at it, man, to me, it's it, it's Austin. Okay. Ryan, Austin or Cena? You know where I land. Don't. <laughs> do we, do we know. Don't make me say it. Just say it. John Cena. No, you know it's Stone Cold. Steve okay, Austin. so it's Austin. It it's absolutely Austin. is. Mark, is it Austin, Austin or is it Cena? It's Austin every day of the week. Then Austin. I will concede, and I will put Stone Cold Steve Austin as the fourth name on Pro Wrestling's Mount Rushmore. There it is. So there's our four: Ric Flair, the Hulk Hogan, because it's half Hogan and half Hogan, uh, Bruno San Martino, and Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, as the four. In is they we get a pro wrestling Mount Rushmore um, someday, probably soon on this very show. Uh, we will get to the WWE's Mount Rushmore, um, but there's uh, there's some other things that that we'll get to in other weeks. We are out of time on this one uh make sure you are following the show at three count thursday on facebook twitter and instagram go to three count thursday.com subscribe to the show uh on all podcast platforms on youtube as well and uh until next week stay safe and go for the pins